Hello, welcome to this week's episode of the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast. This is one of our co-hosts, Peter Bell. We are on Catechism Saturday, Canons of Dort, Head of Doctrine 1, Rejection of Errors 1 through 4. So we finished the Head of Doctrine, the positive articles. Now we're going to the negative articles, the things we don't believe and don't confess with the remonstrance. Before we start this week's episode, make sure you've tuned into this past Monday, Season 5 episode where we talked to Dr. Kaspar Ozolins of the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary in Louisville, Kentucky, on Old Testament manuscripts. Can we trust them? How many do we have? And what do they mean? In this past Thursday's book club episode with Dr. Ronnie Kurtz of Cedarville University in Ohio on his B&H academic book, Fruitful Theology, and his Christian mentor book, No Shadow of Turning That Reds, edited series by Matthew Barrett and J.V. Fesco. So let's get started on our Catechism Saturday, Ken's Dort's Head of Doctrine 1, Rejection of Errors 1 through 4. So we begin with Rejection 1, who teach the will of God. We reject this. We te- reject those who teach that the will of God to save those who would re- believe and persevere in faith and in the obedience of faith is the whole and entire decision of election to salvation, and that nothing else concerning this do- decision has been revealed in God's word. For they deceive the simple and plainly contradicts Holy Scripture and its testimony that God does not only wish to save those who would believe, but that he has from eternity chosen certain particular people to whom, rather than to others, he would within time grant faith in Christ and perseverance. As Scripture says, I've revealed your name to those whom you gave me, John seventeen six. Likewise, all who were appointed for eternal life believed. Acts 13.48 And he chose us before the foundation of the world so that we might be holy. Ephesians 1.4 Rejection of errors number two. We deny those who teach, we reject those who teach, that God's election to eternal life is of many kinds, one general and indefinite, the other particular and indefinite, and the latter in turn either incomplete, revocable, non-peremptory or conditional, or else completes, irrevocable and peremptory or absolute. Likewise, who teach that there is one election to faith and another to salvation, so that there can be an election to justifying faith apart from peremptory election to salvation. For this is an invention of the human brain, devised apart from the scriptures, which distorts the teaching concerning election and breaks up this golden chain of salvation. Those whom he predestined, he also called, and those whom he called, he also justified, and those whom he justified, he also glorified. Rejection of errors, Article 3. So we reject those who teach that God's good pleasure and purpose, which Scripture mentions in its teaching of election, does not involve God's choosing certain particular people rather than others, but involves God's choosing out of all possible conditions, including the worst of the law, or out of the whole order of things, the intrinsically unworthy act of faith, as well as the imperfect obedience of faith to be a condition of salvation. And it involves his graciously wishing to count this as perfect obedience and to look upon it as worthy of the reward of eternal life. For by this pernicious error, the good pleasure of God and the merit of Christ are robbed of their effectiveness and people are drawn away by unprofitable inquiries from the truth of undeserved justification and from the simplicity of the scriptures. It also gives the lie to these words of the apostle. 
God called us with a holy calling, not in virtue of works, but in virtue of his own purpose and the grace which has given us or which was given to us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. 2 Timothy 1.9. In the last article, Rejection of Error, number four, we reject those who teach that an election to faith, a prerequisite condition is that man should rightly use the light of nature, be of rights, unassuming, humble, and disposed to eternal life, as though election depended to some extent on these factors. For this smacks a Pelagius, and it clearly calls into question the words of the apostle, we lived at one time in the passions of our flesh, following the will of our flesh and thoughts, and we were by nature children of wrath like everyone else. But God, who is rich in mercy, out of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in transgressions, made us alive with Christ, by whose grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with him and seated us with him in heaven in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages we might show the surpassing riches of his grace according to his kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Ephesians 2. Three through nine. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of the Guilt, Grace, Gratitude podcast Catechism Saturday series. We went through Kenneth Adort, Head of Doctrine One, Rejection of Errors, Articles Numbers One through Four. Make sure you guys tune into this coming Monday's Season Five, Episode Five, where we talk to Dr. Charlie Trim of Talbot School of Theology and Biola University in La Mirada, California on the thorny issue of the Israelite conquest, is it genocide? So we're going to talk to him about that question and his book with Erdman's on the same exact topic. And this coming Thursday's book club episode, we had doctors John Mead and Peter Gurry of Phoenix Seminary in Phoenix, Arizona, on their work with Crossway Scribes and Scripture. How do we get scripture? What do the scribes do? What is the transcript history What's the human element of the Bible? Can we still trust that this is God's word? So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode and we will see you next week.